Welcome to episode three of Island by Film. My name is Wes. I live on Vancouver Island and I love shooting film. joining me this week on Island by Film. Just very pleased for any listeners at this point. I know with a brand new podcast, uh, we often wonder whatever we're throwing out there, if anybody's actually listening. So please, if you are listening and you enjoy this show or have any feedback, whether it's um, criticism or, or positive feedback, love to hear from you. Uh, trolls are not welcome, however. So if you're a troll, chances are I'm going to ignore you and you're probably not listening anyway because I'm not that uh, that important in regards to the film photography community. However, um, I, I really think the more and more that I put out, hopefully you guys enjoy and you continue to listen. So um, and the ultimate goal, of course, is to grow the photography community around Island by Film. And, and hopefully one day we can see some, some film meetups on Vancouver Island. That'd be really, really good. But going forward, just want to talk a little bit about my week. Uh, this last week um, in the Nanaimo area, we had some incredible weather. In fact, for the end of September, heading into fall in Vancouver Island, it was beautiful. We had upwards of 20 degrees Celsius, uh, which I think, you correct me if I'm wrong, in, Fahren- in Fahrenheit, that's in the 80s. So, so pretty darn warm for Canada in the fall. Um, so couldn't help but enjoy sunny days and opportunities to hike and walk and that's all of course while I'm not doing my day job which is uh, eight to five every day Um, so so nonetheless I had some opportunities to shoot some film finished off a roll of Portra 400 on my Minolta AF2 during two separate hikes that we did this week uh, and uh, brought that down to my local lab to have it processed because I am currently out of C41 developer. I would see if we can take care of that fairly quickly. So uh, the local lab that I used was fantastic. London Drugs, uh, I've criticized before on Instagram at their price of film, but their developing was phenomenal. In fact, in fact, they they had my film ready. Um, just the negatives alone because I do all my own scanning. But they had my film ready in less than one hour in fact i probably could have gone and sat and had a coffee and come back and film would have been ready to go so i don't know i don't know if that's they don't advertise an hour but i just uh, i know maybe they were weren't terribly busy or maybe they were going to be running a a uh, batch of film through so so it was great i thought an hour later i get to pick up my film and take a look at my negatives and uh, i thought it was pretty fantastic so like i said it was uh, portra 400 on the Minolta AF2, and we'll talk a little bit further about that um, toward the end of the podcast. But uh, going forward this next week, uh, I've got a busy week at work, but on the weekend, we're excited. We're going to be going to a city called Victoria, which is in the southern part of British Columbia. It's the capital city of British Columbia, as a matter of fact. And um, we're going as a family because we're celebrating my oldest daughter's 18th birthday we're going to see Cirque du Soleil which is in town and we're really really excited about that it's going to be a fantastic show but of course I'm going there and I'm going to bring some film cameras hopefully I'll get an opportunity to shoot a little bit um, I really hope to have an opportunity to finally shoot my one roll of Cinestill 800T looking forward to doing that uh, the 
goal would be to shoot it at night, of course. Um, mounts on a tripod, mounts on a tripod. Hoping to do it with my um, Yashica Mat 124G. That would be fantastic if I could do that. Um, Victoria is one of the oldest Chinatowns in Canada, so there's some fantastic things to see there, and I would love to be able to uh, finish that entire roll there. So, so anyway, that's that's my week. Why don't we just take a quick break from the podcast and we'll move on to the next segment. Welcome to the news portion of our podcast. Talk about a couple of things today. First and foremost being ectochrome. Kodak Ektachrome. If you are living under a rock somewhere, uh, you haven't even heard of this, but if you are not and you're involved in the film photography community at all and you are passionate about shooting film, uh, you'll have already heard this week probably 15 times over that Ektachrome is now shipping to people in 35mm formats and, and starting October 1st, if you're an 8mm film shooter, which I am not, but just for your information, you can also get your hands on that as well. Um, I, I don't know how excited I am about this. I've shot a, a little bit of slide film. Um, I don't have a tremendous interest in it. I, I quite enjoy C41, the latitude that you get with C41. It's incredibly forgiving. It's simple to develop. Um, and most labs will still develop C41, whereas there's a limited number of labs that do E6 anymore. Well, I guess we may see that increase as film seems to be uh, becoming more and more popular. Uh, but we'll see how the results are. I actually just shot my first roll of Ectochrome just this past week. Uh, I shot that roll on um, 35 millimeter. I think it was on my Pentax ME. So, um, and dropped it off about a week ago, uh, shipped it out about a week ago to have it um, developed. So I'm, I should receive it sometime this week and see what the results are. Um, it was of course expired ectochrome, but very um, well stored expired ectochrome. I think it's lived in, in, in a freezer most of its life, at least most of its expired life. So we'll see what the results are. I'm excited to um, share those with you on Instagram and, and uh, see what your thoughts are. Uh, so second thing I want to talk about a little bit is is a uh, new app that was released. Uh, and if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen that I've posted uh, just a little preview of what it looks like. Uh, the new app is called the Film Lab app. Um, very excited about this new app that was released. Uh, it's It gives you the ability to take your iPhone and scan a backlit negative or positive and and get an instant preview of what that image looks like you can zoom in you can preview those uh, negatives and and uh, decide whether you want to share them on social media or whatever other platform there might be so um, great app so far i think there's definitely some work that has to be done to this app Uh, for example you don't really have any options for file type you can't save a dng or a tiff i'd like to see that going up um, second kind of con, you need a, uh, because of the limited um, close focusing distance on the iPhone, you do need to have a little macro lens attached to your phone to, uh, um, to do any kind of 35 millimeter scan. So 
I, th- I think the app is definitely a work in progress. I'm glad, glad it's finally released. It was almost a, a year ago that I first heard about the app. So, so um, yeah, I'm excited to see how that improves. Uh, I bought the app myself for about $8.99. It was, I think, a, a pretty decent price uh, for the app. Uh, but, you know, I mean, anytime we have a chance to support somebody who's doing something for the film community, I think we should go ahead and do that. So, yeah, that's enough about the Film Lab app. Give it a try. See what you think. Um, send me a message. I'd like to get your feedback on it or, or leave a, a voicemail on the Anchor app. Uh, that would be that'd be really cool if I could share that as well, too. So I'd like to know what your thoughts are. Um, the other thing I just wanted to talk about quickly in regards to news is, is the Intrepid Camera Company. Uh, as uh, many of you know, they leaked a little while ago that they were building an enlarger for their 4x5 uh, field camera. And uh, this is actually kind of kind of a neat option. It actually it turns their camera into a dual purpose um, and larger system uh, that can just be simply mounted to a tripod and put in any dark room. Uh, it's light, portable, uh, compact, all those kind of things. And so it's kind of a really neat option. So essentially what the enlarger is, it's a back that fits on the back of the 4x5 with a light source and a negative carrier. Um, which allows them to either you can you can either enlarge 35 120 or 4 by 5 film so so I think it's a really great option but the kind of the second dual purpose the thing that I'm a little more interested in because I don't currently have a dark room I'm more interested in the fact that the enlarger system can actually act as a, a digital digitizer so you can actually backlight a negative and you can take an image with a um, your either your DSLR or your um, your mirrorless camera, and you can shoot that image and and scan say a raw uh, scan of that negative and bring it into Lightroom or Photoshop and invert it and do any work to that negative that you need to do to it. So uh, this is actually quite quite a bit similar to another product that's coming out called the Pixelator. I've been following that one as well too. Just, just all really good options for digitizing negatives at a little bit of a faster rate than we're used to with our film scanners. Um, at least I'm used to. I've got an Epson V600, and it's and it works for the most part, but uh, definitely has its its pros and cons. So anyway, those are the few things I want to chat about on the news section of the podcast, and, and just we'll take a quick break, and we'll get back to a little project I'm working on. said I'd share a little bit of a project that I'm that I've worked on this week Um, one of the things that I've noticed with a couple of my favorite cameras in fact my two favorite cameras in case you're wondering are my uh, Pentax ME love that little camera it's a cheap little camera I've got three of them actually I've got an ME Super and two ME Super's got a little bit of a problem but the two ME's work like 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 Swiss watches Uh, they're easy to shoot with they're light they're compact um, and then my second favorite camera is my Yashica Mat 124G. So I have a 35 millimeter and a 120 millimeter uh, options. Both great, great cameras. Uh, 
the Pentax lenses are fantastic lenses. Uh, in fact, I can adapt my Super Tacomar lenses, my M42 lenses onto that camera as well too. So, so they're just fantastic cameras. I couldn't be more pleased with those cameras and, and how they perform. With the exception of one thing, both of them have some pretty significant light leaks. Obviously, as cameras get older, the um, the seal light seals uh, in the cameras tend to tend to degrade and and chip away and fall apart and, and compress to the point where they no longer uh, create a seal. So um, I couldn't uh, bear to send those cameras out to have them professionally done. So I thought I would. Uh, attempt to create the light seals myself and and it was actually remarkably quite easy uh, first thing I went uh, to do was I went down to our local craft store uh, mine happened to be Michael's yours might be something else and bought a uh, they have thin sheets of, of rubberized foam with um, an adhesive backing on it and so one single sheet was I think it was a dollar eighty for the sheet the perfect uh, thickness for what I needed so I brought home um, I also picked myself up a, a a very good quality metal ruler metal rulers great I've tried to use uh, plastic or wooden rulers and they, they tend not to work quite as well you don't get as, as as precision of a cut because when you're following your exacto knife blade along the edge of the straight edge or your ruler um, the plastic and the wood uh, seems to uh, just not not do as good a job so I thought I'd invest in a, a better quality ruler so that it was easier to, to do the job so I uh, brought both those things home today and and uh, proceeded to first measure the uh, size of light seals and, and uh, just took my um, my ruler and, and measured on my Yashica mat it was actually right around three millimeters in width um, just a hair under three millimeters in width and then I and then I cut strips, long strips of of the material, so that I could then fit it in place lengthwise. And so, really, after cleaning out the old light seals and putting the new light seals in, uh, the process really only took about an hour to replace the light seals on my first camera. And so, and the results, I think, well, hopefully, time will tell. Uh, should be pretty fantastic. I mean, I can't see why they wouldn't be. Uh, the seals look brand new. So yeah, if this is a project you would like to take on, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. It's not that terribly difficult. You need a few few tools. You need a, um, a board you can cut on. You need a good quality exacto knife with sharp blades. You need a ruler, and you need some of that material that has the, the adhesive backing on it. Others have used uh, um, just the standard foam with no adhesive backing on it. But honestly, why mess with glue as well on top of it? You know, it's it's. Uh, think unnecessary so um, next thing I want to chat about quickly here is just my experience with the Minolta AF2 uh, Minolta AF2 is a, a little uh, point-and-shoot rangefinder looking camera uh, if you go to my Instagram page you'll see an image of the AF2 on the Instagram page it, uh, it's a, actually a quite a nice looking camera it's got a little pop-up flash doesn't really give you much option as far as exposure um, adjustment although you could over underexpose your image based on on your ISO selector so that's kind of what I did I took the, I took portrait and I exposed that portrait at, at ISO 200 instead of instead of 400 and and of course
course of portrait you could go to town I could have exposed it either direction and it would have been more than fine so um, so you know it, it's a fantastic film that way just absolutely incredible attitude and so uh, no loss of highlights um, shadows were decent everything seemed to work just fine the camera itself you know I mean it's it's plasticky for sure uh, but what do you expect for a a $15 thrift store find so I put a roll of film through it like I like to do with with my new cameras and uh, probably won't put another roll of film through it it's just it's just kind of boring I guess um, it's not like uh, it's, it's an autofocus camera so it it tends to its zone focuses I believe whether it's near or far so portrait or, or landscape and uh, I don't think I really missed focus maybe once but um, but for the most part, all 36 frames were in focus. The camera functioned fine. Uh, the, the shutter sound is kind of a little bit of a, a weird, almost sounds like a little bit of a clink. It doesn't have a, a distinctive shutter sound, which which for me is actually a deal breaker. To me, the shutter should either sound, should sound mechanically sound. It should be a, a um, nice firm click or a, or a mirror slap of a, SLR style shutter. Either way, you know that's kind of a uh, of a a um, deal breaker for me. It just it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't give me the same kind of feeling that I get from when I'm shooting my Pentax or or, or any other SLR, my Spotmatic or anything like that. So you know it's it's a it's an okay camera, but you know I've never really been turned on by point and shoot cameras. Period. They just don't do it for me. I know they're so popular now, so now I'll probably be throwing this thing up on, on eBay or Craigslist here in the next week or so. Um, so if any of you are interested in looking at the camera and you're interested in buying it, I'm probably going to let it go for about 35 bucks. Uh, I think that's probably what it's worth and no more. Um, so so yeah, you leave me a voicemail if you're interested in that at all or a message on Instagram. I'll probably post it on, on uh, my Instagram page for sale. So, so yeah, overall, uh, it was a pretty uh, interesting camera. Once again, I'd like to thank you for all listening. And uh, just let you know where you can connect with me. You can connect with me on Instagram at at Island by Film, or my email address is islandbyfilm at gmail.com, or you can even go to my website at westinphoto.com. That's W E S T I N P H O T O.com slash analog. That's where my analog work lives. And, uh, and as always, remember that whoever you are or wherever you are, keep on shooting. Thank you.